This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. Money, a love story. Hashtag still a better love story than Twilight. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Self-Help Hipster Podcast. This is Leon Kay from theselfhelphipster.com. And this is Andrew Chin from andrewchin.co. And we are back with a brand new episode in which we're going to talk about the book by Keith Northrup, Money, A Love Story. Talk about our pop culture pleasures and our obsessions. But first, Andrew, how are you? How the heck are you? I'm, apart from being super tired, <laughs> very good. Happy. Um, yeah. Very good. good. Yeah. I still have to go sleep. But when uh, when was the last time you <laughs> last slept? Last week, some, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere in January. Yeah. I have so much work. It's incredible. Yeah, you're buried in it. I'm buried in it. Are you and, coping? Uh, Are you taking care of yourself? I am. Sort yeah. Of. Not. You, no. <laughs> go to Okay. No, no, Can you go to fine. bed earlier Look, or are you okay. out and about and like being fabulous in places or whatever? Well, maybe after today I will All go right. no, or or tonight. Yeah. Um I will go straight to the wellness. Very, yeah. I was just about to suggest that. I was like, shouldn't you do like a spa day? Uh, yeah. Spa night tonight. Uh, spa night, maybe. yes. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Is it Friday? It is Friday. Oh. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a sign that you're busy when you yeah. don't have no idea what day <laughs> no it is. No idea yeah. what day it is, no. <laughs> and are you up to anything interesting? Um, oh, that reminds me. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot. Um, I still have to email that guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we're going to take may, a break yeah, may, while Andrew... Uh, uh, maybe if all goes uh, well, I will be um, gliding uh, tomorrow. Like plane? What? Uh, gliding? Like something like that? That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I um, contact... Oh my God, that's I, so awesome for you. I thought that would be a nice new hobby to do. Yeah. I, I contact... Especially a, like a related to your obsession with flying yeah, and pilots yeah. and all of that. So I, I thought... Um, instead of waiting until I uh, am ready to do the mm-hmm. whole big flying yeah. thing with the motorized planes mm-hmm. and stuff, why not start with the smallest possible yeah. um, way I can start the hobby? Oh my God. And that is by starting uh, without an engine, with just glider. Go to a gliding club and pay my dues there and maybe uh, that would be uh, something. Are you scared? I'm not scared at all. Oh my god! No, no. I'd be so scared. You would you? Oh my god! Are you? Yes, yes, I yeah. would be. Yeah, I don't. I'm, you don't I'd, like. Uh, I'm fine with flying. I'm fine with heights, but um, like anything that's sort of like in the realm of what <laughs> I consider extreme sports, I just freak the fuck out. Oh, but this is not an extreme sport. Well, <laughs> you're fucking high up in the air. I feel like for me, it qualifies as an extreme sport. But okay, maybe I'm a wimp. I fully. Well, basically, uh, flying a glider is like um, Mm. crashing a plane really (laughs) controlled. (laughs) Like controlled crashing because there's no engine and you're... (laughs) You're you're slowly descending. Well, it's good practice, I guess. (laughs) good practice, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's so so fun. Yeah, yeah. uh, Are you going to post pictures of it on Instagram? uh, If I I make it tomorrow, yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's Uh, hoping you do. And you deserve that after all the work that you've been doing. So I think you should. But you have to get a good night of sleep first. Yeah. I won't have you in the air, like... (laughs) Sleep deprived. Oh, that's a good one. Right? That's true. That's yeah. True. No, no. I have to be uh, focused. You have to be careful. Awake, yeah. yeah. Now, how about you, my darling? 
<sighs> well, I think I'm good. Let me uh, do like a quick self-check. Yeah, I'm... Um, what's making you happy these days? What's making me happy these days? Well, like a bunch of different things. Um, I went to Paris a few weekends ago with my friend Ooh. Susanna. And that was really, really great. But we'll get to that in my obsessions, if you know <laughs> what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, and um, so lately I've been... Um, um, are we talking about a pair of obsessions? <laughs> perhaps we are. Perhaps we are. We'll get to that later. Um, no, I've been to Paris with uh, with my friend. Um, I'm actually at the moment. I'm going back to work. I'm. Uh, I have a different temporary job as a student advisor, uh, which is great because that way I can actually like get used to actually going into work and being in an office. And oh, nice. Oh my God, I'm actually a useful person. <laughs> I forgot that I could be useful and energetic at the office. It's very, oh. it's very, very nice. Um, and it's a very interesting, um, uh, it's an interesting place to be with a lot of really fun and cool coworkers. And we do this thing, which I'm obsessed with now. It's not one of my obsessions, <laughs> but it really, like I look forward to that every working day that I do. At either 12.30 or at two, this person from like a local gym comes by and we do like, 30 minutes or I don't know 20 minutes of like stretches and oh, really? uh, like but, right there yeah right there so it's not enough like to get work up a sweat but still you are active and you oh. are moving and oh, we do that with so all great. the with all the people in the office and then afterwards we like do high fives and stuff and it's it just reminds me so much <laughs> it, it never actually happened on the office but still I can oh, yeah, like yeah, totally yeah. imagine it happening on the office <laughs> and then Jim would look in the camera like <laughs> what is happening but it's just really really fun i can see the camera movement like right it, yeah yeah, like. yeah and um other than that i've been sort of um <laughs> what we talked about in the previous podcast like taking the pressure of myself i don't have to like be at top speed all the time i i just like i just need to try and do things that i like and not be so hard on myself all the time and i think i'm actually doing a pretty good job so nice i'm pretty good yeah happy to hear that happy thanks to hear that. This is great tea, by the way. Those are, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to explain this for anyone who's listening. These are jasmine pearls. Mm. And you basically, you dump them in your hot water and they, they, they flower out into these beautiful little petals. So it's pure jasmine tea. It's really, Ooh, really nice. It's very nice. It's one of my favorites. All right. Well, I would say we would just jump into the book because I'm really excited to talk about Ooh, this. Me too, me too, me too. Book of the month so um first let's start off with andrew how is your relationship with money because this book made me think about my relationship with money a lot which is actually a really healthy thing to think about yeah i'm so first of all let me say that i'm so happy that we're doing this podcast right? and that we're doing this podcast the way we are doing it i now. know me too it's like we we are allowed to be a little woo woo yes and um this book is no different nope uh, <laughs> nope brace yourselves dear readers yes our listeners sorry. Um, my relationship with money is getting better mm-hmm. um it was the worst uh-huh for, for for years yeah 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 because it's it's a strange strange relationship yeah. that i have it's because, a weird phenomenon yeah because um even though i thought i was completely money free like mm-hmm. free from having money issues, issues. and 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 weird weird things that you think about, about yeah. money mm-hmm. um i i realized i absolutely absolutely yeah. still have these weird thoughts that are holding me back from yeah. getting um what i want mm-hmm. and uh 
uh, yeah, so I, even though I was already uh, m- <clears throat> different from most people, mm-hmm. like uh, more conscious of it, yeah, you mean? More, yeah. M- m- more liberated, ah, sure, in, yeah. in my in, in thinking about yeah. abundance and mm-hmm. money and, mm-hmm. and, and, and financial freedom, yeah. Um, still, every time I would maybe talk about it, mm-hmm. I would get uncomfortable, yeah maybe feeling ashamed for being so I feel like I would yeah I would have to agree and I think that money is something that I don't like to talk about it that much actually Mm. um I never have and I don't well I think like you said there's always a feeling of shame and in my case just like you're in your case maybe and in the case of other people who are listening right now and are thinking about their relationship with money um before I had this um feeling of like shame of incompetence and that's why I didn't really want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm. And I feel like um, that's the case for a lot of people where you don't really want to talk about it because you feel like you're handling your money all wrong and you don't have enough of it. And therefore, it's hard to talk about. Uh-huh. So how's your relationship? Well, it's definitely uh, a lot better than it used to be. But one thing... What made that, it better? Um, actually, what made it better is not this book. Or, well, like, obviously this is making me conscious of it and helping, definitely. But the one thing that improved my relationship with money was um, basically that there was a moment where I knew, okay, I need to turn this shit around. Because what happened to me is that at the end of 2014, my relationship ended. And at that time, I had nothing... And I had to move out of my apartment and oh. I moved in, well, for like a week yeah. with my parents. And then I moved into mm-hmm. my aunt's house. Thank God for that house. Because basically what happened was I had to leave my entire life with about $600 in my, sa- uh, 600 euros in my savings account. That was it. That was all I had at that time. And that was the most horrible feeling yeah. that you you feel like you're like completely like up in the air and you don't know what to do and you're so fragile basically and at that time you do not have the resources to take care of yourself or at least not in the way that you maybe want to like i didn't exactly know what i wanted to do i knew i didn't like i didn't immediately want to move into like a new apartment but i wanted to have the choice Mm -hmm. and because Mm -hmm. i only had 600 euros in my savings savings account i didn't and that was such a bad feeling that at that point i knew Whatever happens, I need to make sure that I have enough money in my savings account. And that's basically when I started saving up. And in although in my past me defense, um, <laughs> I, yeah, but like, <laughs> let's put this a little bit in perspective. Because I do 100% acknowledge that that was my own fault and that I should have handled my money better than mm. I did before. Absolutely, 100%. But I worked part-time for quite a long time. And when you have a part-time salary, or at least the one I had, which was actually quite nice uh, for someone my age, mm-hmm. but still, you you live in the city, uh, you've rent, you have all those expenses. There wasn't all, there wasn't a lot to save up, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't never I never really had the yeah, the opportunity to save up a lot, and that's also part of the reason why I didn't have a lot of savings. But wholeheartedly, I admit that there also was an element of yolo i don't need to save or i'll i save but it's for my vacation like that type of like uh-huh. mindset and you know that got slapped right out of me and um i definitely made the decision to save more after that and i feel a lot more 
safe and responsible in my finances now. Like it's been a process because yeah. that's been like two and a half years ago, but still I'm, I feel uh, a lot better about like my financial uh, situations and goals. Yeah. And like, I feel more capable in that sense. So um, it was a shitty experience to have, but for me, it was exactly what I needed to like yeah, give exactly. me a kick yeah, in the butt and be like, okay, that's something like that. Yeah. What Whatever the mean, fuck yeah. happens, the all the extra money that I make goes into the savings account, like my book allowance, uh, the money that I got from the NT, uh, the creative writing course that I did straight into the bank account. I never spent a dime of that money. Mm -hmm. And the same goes for any sort of like um, hu side hustle that I do, if at all possible. Um, so to make sure that there's like I have a fuck it fund, the way that they that uh, they call awesome. it online, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would say that the relationship of money has improved a lot. But what I really liked about the book is that it tries to improve any reader's relationship with money a lot more by just the positive and um, uh, gentle, loving. So gentle. So gentle, the, the, the tone yeah. of the book. So every time it's like, okay, that is okay. Yeah. I love your position, right? Yeah. Now. It's fine. It's good. Any position, any position is position, okay. Yeah. Any financial position yeah. is fine. Any, any, everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, and, and all you have to do is, give it give everything another label exactly yeah and that's uh yeah all the, the that's nice what kate does is that she also like she changes the labels of like expenses and outcome uh. income and all of that and she calls i think she calls like bills and stuff she calls that invoices for messages or for, for that, blessings yeah. already received that's that's bills yeah De yeah death uh, bills or or debt payments. Oh yeah, yeah. Something like uh, something like, like that. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I, I just. It's a mouthful. I have to say, but still, I it's to cute. Say that, but yeah. that, that is that is an amazing thing. Yeah, it's like. And you instead know, instead of oh, these bills. No, for this, me, the book is... was like a perfect blend of um, not actually being about money. Like the book was also very much about yeah. love and attention to your yeah. life. So it's not necessarily just, okay, you need to pay attention to your finance, which you most definitely need to do, even though it's boring sometimes yeah. or even just like uncomfortable or stressful. It's about paying attention and um, yeah, sending love in a way <laughs> to different areas of your life. Because yeah. she mm -hmm. says, or at least that's what I'm getting from the book, if you pay attention to something, if you love something, yeah. and in this case it's, your, fi your finances or money or your financial well-being it will become better and i believe that that's true for 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 everything while at the same time this book actually teaches you about money it's yeah. the i think it's a very good balance between being realistic and and like acknowledging when things aren't great or are in a bad space that you need to move out of because there's no amount of like blessings already received <laughs> stuff that can fix like a huge debt unless you put in the actual work but at the same time it's also very much open and loving and trying to, to guide you towards that better place and doing the things that you need to do in order to get to the better place. Yeah. And um, like you said, one example is so powerful is she says, once you start paying attention and start maybe like tracking mm. your expenses, yep. if you start looking at your bank statements yep. or, or your expenses or actually paying attention to yeah. your money then you will see that automatically mm -hmm. your finance 
financial position will improve because yeah. when you don't know what's going on that's you the know worst. that's the worst that's the things worst. things keep piling up and yeah. when you do know what's going on you know so your behavior changes yeah. i it's, actually do it's like dieting yeah. it's like uh mm, instead yeah. of doing anything you don't Whatever. have to do anything just diet, track it. dietary wise mm. you just have to track your, your, yeah, your, be aware your, of your, your expenses, in, be aware of your, your income, your, your weight and intake yeah. and everything, everything you do, just be aware of it. And once you're aware of it, then automatically your, your, your body, your, yeah. your mind will create the, the, the right system or, yeah. or say, um, should we do this? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure, girl? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. 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 So do that's, you, do, you, do you track your finances? I do now, yes. Yeah, I I've, I have been since the beginning of this year. Okay. Because um, before I I didn't like it because it was um, I didn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can be a doozy. <laughs> and I was I was struggling to get mm. to get yes to get like uh, to pay off yeah. every. Bill, bill everything yeah yeah like, oh, how am i gonna do this mm-hmm. and, you know juggling yeah. everything and i just barely made it and mm-hmm. then then suddenly everything went well mm-hmm. i don't know how or what happened but ebb and flow uh, of life something turned yeah and then i was like okay this is awesome let's mm-hmm. let's start over let's yeah. let's let's go yeah. and 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 um Figure this shit out, yeah. Yeah, figure it out. Let's see. This is a great starting point. Yeah. For me to to never have to 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 never let that happen again. Yeah. So I read um, a book by Ramit Sethi. She also mentions this book. Oh. It, it's called "I Will Teach You to Be Rich." The, oh, cool. The title is is of course mm, sure a weird one, but uh-huh. it's a very 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 good okay. book. It's a very practical, tactical book mm-hmm. on everyday normal people financial um okay See, sanity I, I do have like a little disclaimer with this book like that's something yeah. that i did think about like i'm 28 mm-hmm. i'm highly educated and i have a job yeah um i don't have kids i don't have a high i don't have debts i don't have mortgages that i need to um need to think about so i do believe that i'm definitely talking from a point of privilege and being able to enjoy this book because a lot of it i can easily do mm-hmm. well i can imagine that if you are yeah, if you're a family of like five and i don't know your kid needs braces all the time or like the, there's one with adhd or i don't know your uh, your yeah. husband has a gambling problem or whatever oh, this is a very dramatic <laughs> like sketch of a very dysfunctional family apparently but um <laughs> Yeah, I when, do. Once you go gambling, problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're kind of done. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying, well, what I'm saying is, is that um, I feel like I'm in a. I know that I'm in a fortunate position. Yeah. Um, I've been working ever since I got out of, uh, like, when I finished my master's degree, even though it was part time for the first mm-hmm. two two and a half years. Um, so I do realize that um, this book might not be as inspiring or as useful um, for someone who's like in such a different position and who has like maybe huge huge debts um but at the same time I I, yeah maybe I it, d- d- there I, is something to get to gain by reading this absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah i'm 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 
She started with that. Yeah, exactly. Let's just say that um, I think it's worth a try, even if you come from a very different financial background as the one that we maybe are from. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't get discouraged if it seems too far off because I can't really like I what I loved about uh, Kate in this book and that's also why I wanted to share like okay I was like pretty much down in the dumps after my relationship ended Mm -hmm. with like only so little money that I had Um, she talks about that herself she's like okay I didn't do drugs I didn't drink I didn't do anything stupid except use credit cards and gained huge credit card debts and yes she had a a well-off mother um, and she had a company with her mm-hmm. and she had like passive income, but still, um, there is something to be gained by reading her story. And, um, maybe even if, even if you have kids and if you, if you have a family to support or wh- whatever it is that makes your situation different from Kate's or ours, I still think that there might be something in the book for you, even if it's just, um, becoming financially healthy in terms of like tracking or even if it's just in mm-hmm. um the, the, the paying attention to your oh, life if that's yeah. the only thing yeah. you get out of the book then you're you're good then, you're then, golden yeah. yeah for sure then even if your husband has a gambling problem yeah <laughs> 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 but it's like what's yeah. really interesting too is that this book like you said before makes you think about the dysfunctional things that you think about money right yeah and um, for me, I don't think making money is something shameful. I, I look at people who I know are doing very well for themselves and I find it very inspiring. However, I would not be someone hmm. to scream off the rooftops that I love money because I don't want people to think that I'm uh, like a money-hungry Wall Street creep uh, <laughs> who like, or that I'm someone who does things for the money. I don't do things for the money. I do them for the love, like yeah. like Sam uh, Sam sings. But um, <laughs> but I don't. Th- I do enjoy making money. Is that weird to say? See, that's what I mean. Yeah. Right. That's exactly my point. Right. Is um, even though personally you might you may be uh, completely fine with making lots yeah. of money, you wouldn't be the one saying no. things like that to people who no. are not ready for your message like well, that. I kind of, yeah, right. Because you're, <laughs> maybe it's yeah. that. Maybe it's because of the people who are not susceptible. Uh, yeah, and it's such a sensitive topic. It's such a sensitive like, I topic because I don't want to. Like I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable yeah. or yeah. inferior if I say that I enjoy making money. And like, I'm a very normal, like I get a normal salary, whatever. But still saying that you love money makes you sound, I don't maybe, know. Um, but maybe, maybe we should try. We should. Maybe yeah. we should try just saying it. Yeah. Because, hey, sign up for resistance right yeah it's, it's yeah, like uh, yeah. hey if it makes you uncomfortable probably yeah. that's where where you should be looking there's something there yeah. there's something there because i know it's holding me back yeah i know it's holding me back mm-hmm. just not being able if somebody asks me something mm-hmm. and i have that in my head like yeah. that's my answer and uh-huh. I, i'm like okay how do i rephrase this answer so that it so will, that it's acceptable and, yeah mm-hmm. but the problem with that is when you translate a thought into yeah. words, the words are very important. Yes, because that is that is the the energy. 
yeah for sure yeah comes into the in this in the world. world yeah so when when i think something and say something else it's yeah. something wrong and it, like every time that you when someone asks you something for example about money okay so how do you feel about money or even how much money mm-hmm. do you make or how do you like how yeah. how financially well off are you every time that someone asks you that and you you know the answer that you would give if this were if you were talking to yourself in the mirror yeah but if you change the answer to fit what you think is the other person's frame of reference every time it will become uh, a copy yeah. of a copy of a copy and every time you will send out into the world something that you might not actually 100% mean you know yeah so actually they, they are right when they say what other people think of you is, is none, none of, of your, your business as rupaul <laughs> says if they ain't paying your bills pay them bitches no mind <laughs> <laughs> And one thing that I also like thought about is that um, like I'm in a relationship with Vincent and Vincent is one of the most financially sane, healthy, responsible people that I know. And I find that incredibly sexy. Ah, I don't know why. That is it's sexy, so weird. It? But I remember um, <laughs> when we were when we started dating. Um, obviously it didn't really come up but as you date longer and longer and you start thinking about living together which we actually do now hey um, <laughs> when you start talking about that type of stuff like you talk about uh, money and, 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 and how you're gonna mm-hmm. split things and all that and I remember that I was so inspired when he told me um, some of his numbers you know what I mean mm-hmm. like actually like I have this and that in my savings account and um, uh, I set this and this apart like for my salary and mm-hmm. like obviously he um, he's a data scientist so he makes more money than me um, which is another thing that I want to get into in a bit um, <laughs> but I remember having that conversation with him and I was just like oh my god but I want to keep up with you like I, oh? n- not in the sense of like what do you, what do you mean i want to explain i want to bring what you bring to the table i want to bring that too and not in a sense of because otherwise i'm a shit mm-hmm. not at all but just because i was so, so not inspired because of competition just no. because you were inspired okay. yeah i was just oh, like oh but i want to do that too so that we yeah, can yeah, like yeah. you know be, be financially so healthy together that's yeah. awesome oh, that's nice that yeah. is nice and um, he's um, from uh, like pretty much the same background as me in terms of parents and the way the parents think about money. But we are different because I'm a little bit more towards like luxury and going out for dinner and like doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And he's very much his parents were very, um, uh, what do you say? Frugal. frugal. Yeah, frugal. And um, because of that, he had to unlearn some of his crazy frugal things while I <laughs> actually learned a couple of frugal things. <laughs> so it's good. been a that very, very interesting... I, I believe that you can learn a lot from each other financially as well in a relationship, yeah. And but you have to be able to communicate to be, about it. to be it. able to talk Definitely, to yeah, which is something that's also very... Yeah. Uh, can be very uncomfortable when you talk about money with a partner. I never enjoy doing that at all, but with him yeah. I kind of do. But that's because of uh, the level yeah. of... Uh, um, education yeah i think so of financial education yeah yeah i will tell you before i read the book by mm-hmm. ramit sethi i i was chaos clueless and chaotic clueless. yeah i had so many weird beliefs mm-hmm. i i thought um that what was your worst was, one you'd say the worst one was thinking that it it's deprivation when i oh uh, yeah I, when you don't when buy I, something when i yeah. yeah. When I um, put money aside from what I now make oh, yeah. just for the future. Yeah. And 
I didn't really believe in no. the future. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if the future is more likely to happen than mm-hmm. to not. Yeah. <laughs> like we said before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, I, I didn't really, I really didn't have any, no. any, any faith oh. in the future. It's like, uh, YOLO, you know? It's yeah, like, you yeah. Ha- I have to do everything Fuck it. now. I'll, I'll see tomorrow and yeah. I'll figure and, it out. And plus, yeah. um, I'm going to make a lot of money and that yeah. will be... I will fix it then. Later. Yeah, I will fix it yeah. in the future. I am yeah. busy working on a business mm-hmm. so I can have a lot of money later. Yeah. And and, and I didn't think I didn't think in um normal normal um strategies mm-hmm. of 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 saving and investing yeah. incrementally. Like, yeah. Yeah. like compounding, mm-hmm. incremental saving, even getting a uh a tax deferred retirement account. Oh yeah, stuff like that mm-hmm. wasn't on my radar. No, even even though I read like five books. Yeah, already. about all that stuff. I, I just yeah. wasn't ready. Yeah, well, you know, uh, did you, sometimes have you, you have to have wait you until any, you're ready. Any any tactical uh, I, uh, money books? I'm thinking. I don't think so. But I, I, I think you might have to give me some tips, like once or to enter the listeners as well. Like what, what other financial oh, books yeah. can we read? Oh, absolutely. So I want to. I'll I will make teach you, you to. I will, I will teach, teach you to, to be, be rich. rich. Yeah. By Ramit Sethi is we'll put them a in the definite, okay. definite go to. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn everything about being a normal person yeah. and and uh, the tactics of um, not depriving yourself, but smart sa- smart yeah. investing and saving like really really good stuff okay really good stuff um like for for people like me for for um self-employed people mm-hmm. uh, in in holland well l- let me let me just give this a sam- example if if you read any American book mm-hmm. like Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins oh, yeah. or the seven or the nine steps to financial freedom oh, by Susie Orman mm. or uh, anything like yeah. Richard Dad, Poor Dad, all those books you hear things like um, your 401k yeah, and yeah, your Roth yeah, IRA yeah. and those are our those you don't are really American those don't apply yeah tax. not applicable yeah so they're not applicable so <laughs> I had to figure out yeah what is the equivalent. equivalent to all those things here mm. in Holland? Mm. And what I found out is that there there are things like um, when you are self-employed, you can have a tax-deferred yeah. retirement yeah. account. Uh, a, a great tip is brand new day. Brand new day. Okay. Uh, brand new day? Did I say brand new day? Yeah. Is it brand new day? I don't know. Brand new day. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> we'll look brand, it up. Brand new day. Um, when when y- you can you can choose your own investment fund. Mm. There are index funds like low cost index funds yeah. because uh, the managed funds mm-hmm. are very expensive. Yeah, sure. And y- y- it can it can be like a, a difference of twenty thousand mm. in the end. You know, mm. so um, index funds. And you can choose how you do it yourself. You can make it like do it automatically or make it. You can have systems in place and the tax 
it's it's tax deferred so you oh, don't great. pay taxes yeah. now you pay taxes later when yeah. you're old oh yeah sure so that is amazing yeah awesome things like that i didn't know no existed see that's the thing and now Educate i have that yourself. account it's amazing yeah. i feel so good take the responsibility for yeah. your own financial well-being yeah. yeah for sure and then systems of um of normal day-to-day spending things mm-hmm. i always hated the fact that when i have a bank account it's just one big box yeah of all kinds of envelopes oh honey i have all kinds of boxes <laughs> <laughs> what do you have ing yeah i do you do okay yes. so 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 that's your yeah if you're uh, an if you have an ing bank and maybe with it, other banks i don't know so i discovered some new banks mm-hmm. some online banks uh-huh. who don't that don't cost anything oh like this bank called bunk b-u-n-q it's like this online bank. Mm-hmm. They have a bank license and you're protected for 100,000. Yep. So it's a real bank. Mm-hmm. But you just take your phone, you you download the app, you scan your fingers, what? and you have a bank account. Really? And if you want tw- 10 bank accounts, you can make and 10 name bank them accounts. and oh. give them names, you can make them. And they're wow. free. The That's only re- costs are when you want to have like an ATM card oh, or, sure. or yeah. weird other things that you mm-hmm. want to do. They charge minimal minimum prices for that. Yeah. But right now you can just go ahead and oh. have 10 banks, 10 bank accounts yeah, yeah. for uh, for an, any purpose you want to save for. Like, yeah. uh, like I, uh, automatically I... Um, Send this money yeah, to that, to that bank thing. account to that yeah. bank account yeah. and they all have their own number yeah so th- just systems like that i didn't know were possible and there's so much and more I fun want, I, yeah there's so yeah. much fun, more fun and so much more clear i had before i went to paris i had one savings account that w- was called my louboutin fund mm. like i saved up for awesome. my shoes throughout the year yeah. like, and i had like i have a couple of different called target ones. saving what it's called at ing bank it's yeah in the in savings, the, in the like in goal saving yeah, or something you, like you can use like goals and you can set yeah. up the numbers okay i want to make i want to yeah. uh, save this amount of money and then like it gives a little green check yeah um, cool 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 but like i that. like i have uh, like i have my regular savings account i have one for um for i don't know an upcoming holiday and and like for the shoes yeah. i had one um and uh i yeah i know this sounds a little little weird and a little silly but i really like it when i have like money everywhere you know what yeah, i mean me so too. if there's a, like there has to yeah. be money in all those little accounts and uh i like it if there's money in my paypal which the, it, there isn't mm-hmm. usually a lot because like the only thing that really comes in there are my um uh when when someone buys my ebooks which yeah. is awesome so anyone who buys my ebooks thank you so much i really love it when that happens um so there's always a little money in there and i also have a little cash on me and i also have like like i i, I don't know but that's sort of gives me sort of a, a really weird sense of both safety and satisfaction yeah I don't know. It's weird, but I enjoy that. I sometimes hide money in weird places. Right? So, so that you can find <laughs> it later. It's like, ooh, 10 bucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah. Or sometimes uh, when I had, I don't know, I would be somewhere and and there would be no cash mm-hmm. on me. Yeah. And just someone would say, oh, shit, we need this money. For yeah, right? Yeah. This. And it's like, okay. <gasps> oh, I have a oh, really oh. good tip about this. What? Oh, sorry. Continue your story. I'll and then sometimes I would have yes! 10 bucks in this weird little pocket. Right? Yeah. And then I hit 
I'm like a, like, like a money hamster. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's my new favorite expression, like a money hamster. No, I have, a, I have a quick tip because Vincent and his friends do this and I love it. It's so smart. Like they have a spare 20 euros in their phone cover. Ah, in the phone cover. It's yes. so smart. Like when you're at like a party mm-hmm, or when you're out clubbing mm-hmm. or you're like having dinner and you have to get a cab or someone's lost something that you can just all grab. Well, someone can grab their 20 euros mm-hmm. and like fix that shit if, if it's cash only. Yeah. I love that so much. I love that too. Oh, see, money is fun. Money is money can fun. totally be fun. Yeah, but yeah, but if you don't have any, it's a lot harder to make it fun. No, you don't. Think yeah, so? that's true. But, but you have to look at it sort of like once um, you yeah once you you reframe it yeah once you put another label on it it can become fun the the sec- the, the same day yeah really I promise <laughs> yeah no I'm thinking like um. Like if you don't have a lot of money or you're worried about money, um, how how the tip that I would give you based on this book is like to change your perspective and look at everything that you already have, like uh, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude as uh, usual. Yeah, um, because there is actually a lot of info in this book too um, for when you're starting from the bottom, but now you're here. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Like um, there's always room for financial growth. And like, if you have a good side hustle, if you get like another job, if you get a second job, like there's what I really like, there's a lot of different possibilities. Yeah, I would say, I would say, um, go to first principles. Mm -hmm. The first principles in this book are money doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. That if, if you, if you just sit back and think about it, it doesn't no. really exist. What does it actually mean to have 10 bucks in front of you? <laughs> you I mean, can go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, 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 no, it's not real. No, it's not real. It's something we, uh, it's a we, deal something between we attri- us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's something that we attributed value if you, to. If you go back to a pri- primitive village. No one give a fuck about money. No. If you go back to, to the bushes mm-hmm. and have like a little village of just imagine there's a little stream of water and there's just some, this, this, some people, some kids walking around without clothes, you know, and there's this, <laughs> I feel like I'm there. A couple of guys <laughs> that they need food. They're hungry. Yeah. Like the, the village is hungry. So it's like, okay, let, we are going to hunt. Yeah. And there, there are some, some other people like a little middle, a mother. She, she's like, Oh, I'm going to farm these mm-hmm. little uh, things. And at one point, Everything is balanced, but at after a while, this woman started having too many cabbages. Uh-huh. Way too many cabbages. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'll pay you in cabbages. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. at, at first, yeah. people were like, okay, cool, pay yeah. me in cabbages. But <laughs> at, at one point, she had so many cabbages, and people didn't want any cabbages anymore. So there's no more so value. Like, Fuck these cabbages. <laughs> <laughs> so... Wouldn't it be better if we had like this agreement? Like I have all these cabbages, but they are they are worth like let's mm-hmm. X. Yeah. And your deer that you shot is worth X, and so there you go. Yeah. We created money. Yeah. Right. So I'll give you this piece of paper. 
and mm. or uh, I'll swipe my card in your little machine. It's, it's yeah. good for th- for ten bucks. Yeah. Uh, it, money is basically just an IOU. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So once you think about that, it doesn't really exist. Mm. If you're if you have money problems, it's not money problems. It's a value problem. Mm-hmm. It's you not valuing yourself enough, or you not not paying enough attention to the system that yeah. gives you mm. the things you need to have, yeah. or you um, not paying enough attention to what's what do you do for others and mm. how much you value oh, that, yeah. or how much you convince people that yeah. you are va- valued at a certain value <laughs> you know what i mean yes i do because it can be really simple and you can turn turn it around super fast yeah i do feel like you have to sort of i think like in a mindset it takes work it's not like oh it does you, you can and with you, super fast i mean months yeah <laughs> but it takes months but it takes years, da- if, it, if you want to do it in months it will take you, daily yeah. practice i believe oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. um there is always room for improvement and you can like even if it's like with like sense you can bridge the gap from whatever financial unhealthy situation you're in towards a more healthy situation in terms of money um yeah and i think that this book as woo -woo as it is and as much as it can sort of go in the direction of like, oh, and do what you love and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that this is a very helpful thing to read. <laughs> what? So, quick side note. Mm-hmm. I read the uh, audiobook. Oh, and okay. And the do what you love part, yeah. she actually came back on it. It's like, okay, really? I know I said do what you love. Yeah. But <laughs> here's the thing. Really? <laughs> I don't believe that anymore. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so cool. Well, I love it when they get real. That's Uh, good. I love it too. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) All right. So we do recommend the book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Cool. Do you have anything else that you want to add? Let me go through my notes really quick. Sure. What do you think is the most important lesson from the book? Um, What I said before, it's a very interesting combination. And it's not necessarily about money. Like Like it is about money, but... It's about everything. Yeah. It's a very interesting combination of listening to your gut feeling and your intuition and um, and then acknowledging if something is negative or bad and that it needs to be different and trusting that impulse um, while at the same time advocating for paying attention, paying loving attention to the different areas of your life. That would be the most important message that I took away from it. Because, yeah. for example, um, there was this one example that they give, that she gives for, um, I don't know her name, but she, this is a person who's working in an office job and she really wants to travel. So what she does is she starts saving money and that's all going very well. But, like, I don't know, four months into the saving, she meets this guy, David, and he's very, like, he, I don't know, he brings out the woman in her or whatever, and she really likes it, but she's planning on going, traveling the world, and she doesn't have time to start, like, romancing <laughs> and stuff. So oh, yeah. she keeps on saving the money, and everything's going fine, and, like, the deadline's coming closer, it's only three more months, and then she's like, okay, I'm gonna go on a date, and they go on a date, and he sends flowers, and he really likes her too, and he drops by her office, but she's trying to sort of, like, keep her distance because even though she really really <laughs> feels something with him and makes her feel all vibe vibrant and alive and all of that she's like no i set out to yeah, travel yeah. i'm gonna travel i'm gonna travel and then she leaves and she travels but it just doesn't feel right 
when she's there when right? she's yeah, there yeah. she's just like and she's alone and it doesn't feel right and then she, she she's like it doesn't feel like i don't feel that a life energetic thing that i feel yeah. when i'm with david she, even though he's not exactly my type yeah. but and he, he was a little soft around the belly yeah that was <laughs> that the cutest thing i was like <laughs> i love that that's so cute like i love that i'm soft around the belly i relate good for you david good for you a woman who loves david so what she does is she flies back home yeah and like even though he's pissed off at her for like a few seconds because she never mm. really responded to her to his um romantic gestures but like they eventually get together because it just feels right and yeah. i for some reason that example is just so poignant about um following your intuition and following your gut feeling like okay i set out to do all of these things but i'm drawn to this new thing and giving yourself permission to be drawn to that new thing um and yeah so like pay attention to money love money use your intuition to guide you towards the right things whether it's in relation to money or anything else that's what i would say lovely story huh right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah I, <clears throat> somebody said recently or i don't know recently i <laughs> read it recently that your gut feeling is the highest form of intelligence yep because it's super fast and super it, yeah. real. <laughs> it really yeah. is, yeah. Plus, um, there's something else I think is very important. Mm -hmm. Is that money, dealing with money is a very emotional yes. thing. So much. And to try to solve everything rational. It doesn't work that way. When it's an emotional yeah, thing. It doesn't work that way. doesn't work that way. So, um, a, a, a quick example is that. Say you have two types of debt. Mm -hmm. uh, you have uh, two loans. Mm -hmm. One is from your mom. Yeah. And every time, <laughs> and oh there's God. no interest on it, right? No, no. But every time you you see your mom, you're like, oh, oh God, God, yeah. I know I have this huge loan with my yeah. mom. And the other one is a uh, fifteen percent interest rate mm -hmm. uh, credit card debt bank, that yeah. you bought yeah. just to get twenty pairs of Louboutins, and, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. That one. <coughs> yeah. Which one should you do first? The one that's emotionally charged the most. Yeah. So if it doesn't really trigger you emotionally when you when you look at your American Express statement that mm -hmm. says um, yeah. so many thousands in that, if if that really doesn't really give you any shivers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But your mom does. Yeah. Then you know you which have one you to, need pay to pay your off. mom yeah. first. Yeah. Because that's the one that's that's charged, dra draining yep. your energy, yep. and and it's so charged. Yeah. So make the emotional decisions. Yeah. Because it's an emotional journey. It's the emotional thing. Yeah. So um, that's strange because um, for me, um, I don't know if I'm left or right brain. But I would say maybe right. <laughs> I don't but, know. Uh, You're pretty creative. That's usually no right is creative. Oh, I th oh right. Yeah, because I'm left-handed. I okay. Left yeah. left is the yeah. analytical. Right. Yeah. Uh, so don't solve right brain problems with left brain. No. <laughs> solutions no. <laughs> no but like spending money and saving money and having money or not having money all of that is very much emotionally charged yeah. and 
the reason that money is something that we don't like to talk about is because it gives us shame or it gives yeah. us uh, it makes us feel shameful or makes us feel anxious and fearful and um the moment that you don't where you feel more positive towards money everything becomes easier yeah i love it yeah um yeah what if I'm glad we what, talked about Andrew, this. What, what if everyone hates us now because we've been talking about money for so long? And people yeah. are like, nope. those stewards <laughs> just suck. Everybody <laughs> skipped this episode yeah. because they saw it was yeah, about money. money. Yeah. I'm not. No, <laughs> but I, th I think that like maybe you like when you're listening to this, please give us feedback. I would say that this isn't a topic that everyone wants to hear. Like I'm always very interested to find out what people, what other people are doing with money and how that works for them. Because I'm trying to like sort of get, create a baseline for myself. Okay, is what I do normal, um, yeah. or is that like? And you know, every situation is different. But I like to see all those different perspectives. So mm -hmm. maybe like that's a reason to listen. I'd say. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Give it. Give us feedback, and maybe yes. we'll do a, a second one. Uh, oh, we definitely could. That goes with a money a, book, a little maybe. bit more yeah. deeper. Sure. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. Cool. All right. Pop culture pleasure. You go first. Okay, I have like a million. So please, <laughs> like, sit sit down or get tea or do something in order to get comfortable. <laughs> um, my first one is called The Cave. The Cave is a video game or a computer game. Uh, I downloaded it via the App Store on my Mac. And um, because I was looking for adventure games. I love <laughs> playing games. Like I enjoy playing Don't Starve. I uh, played Portal 2 a couple of times, but I never really got into it because <gasps> I didn't play Portal. Portal 2. I tried, but I, I should play Portal first because it's not oh, yeah, as funny, I definitely. think, if you don't play Portal 1 first. Um, so I do like video games, but I have the hand-eye coordination of like a blind pigeon with no wings and no arms and no f feet. So I'm not very good at like shooting or things that are time sensitive or all of that. So I'm kind of like constricted and limited to the point and click things. Yeah. So a while back I was thinking, okay, I want to do something that I like. And what do I like? I like playing video games. So I started looking up adventure games and in a list, I downloaded a couple of things and there were a couple of funny ones. And then I downloaded the cave. The cave is a game that is um, basically you have seven characters that you can choose from. There's the monk, the time traveler, the scientist, uh, the twins, the knights, the hillbilly, and the adventurer. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, you have to pick three. And with those three, you go into the cave and you have to f solve things there and have to like in terms of adventure mode, have to fix things. But the interesting thing about the cave is that in the cave, you play out scenarios from the characters' lives. So there's a there's a scenario for each and every one of the different characters. So there's one for the monk, there's one for the adventurer, there's one for each one. And for example, there's the scenario of the knight, where he has to get the prince's amulet uh, to prove to the king that he is worthy of marrying the princess and um, can get the sword of Exc Excalibur. However, the interesting thing about the cave is that the cave is a sentient being, and um, the cave, uh -huh. a sentient being, and the cave shows you the worst of the person. Ooh. So what happens is that the knight leaves open the gate of the dragon while he collects the amulet. The dragon escapes, murders 
slaughters the entire castle and eats the princess. And when he burps up, like the, the token of affection that the princess would give him, you take that to the king and that's how you get the, the sword and that's how you win. And that's the same uh. for all of those. So it's the game is so dark and so funny and so perfect in its weird little cliche things and with these like the hillbilly works as, at a car as a carny at a carnival mm -hmm. and there's um the two-legged woman who's he who's he in love with <laughs> but she woman. but she falls in love with the man of ordinary strength <laughs> so like it's those types of things and i was living it was so fun to play <sighs> So I played the whole thing, like all I I played all the different characters like uh, over the last couple of weeks. What and, platform do you play it on? Uh, it's on my uh, my Mac, ah, okay. and I it's think a it's Mac on. Game. Uh, yeah, you can can download it in the App Store, but it's also on Steam, and I think you can maybe get it somewhere else as well. And the interesting thing is, and then I'll stop talking about it because this is a lot of video game talk, like all of a sudden. <laughs> um, the interesting thing is that I looked up the producer, the the developer, and I think his name is Ron Gilbert, and he is responsible for any and all games that I loved to play while I was a kid. Ooh. Freddy Fish, Put Put, uh, Sam Pajamas, yeah. Fatty Bear, and The Curse of the Monkey Island, <laughs> which were my favorite <laughs> games when I was growing up. Like my favorite games. So it was so cool. So there's one more game by his, it's called, I think it's called Mania House, and I'm going to try to find it and play that too. But it was just so fun, and I was just so excited to play this. So that was my pop culture pleasure. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh, cool. That was mine. That well, the first, the first, the first one. one. Yeah. yeah. What? What? We need. You need to go now. What's your, what? What's yours? Um, I think literally today mm -hmm. the song dropped, but it's. I I haven't heard it yet. Oh. But I'm literally obsessed by it already. Mm -hmm. It's Calvin Harris, Frank Ocean, <gasps> and. Migos that from Bad That must be Nugent. amazing. Yeah, it's called Slide. Ooh. There, there was a, like a clip yesterday. And they Ooh, were teasing it. Yeah. And I was freaking out. <laughs> and then today it's on Spotify, I think. Okay. I think. We will I look it know. up after. People yeah. started texting me about it. Oh, and, cool. But I, I couldn't uh, get to you it yet. You didn't have time yet. Because, no, okay. No. We'll do it after. And the new song by Black has also dropped. Oh, okay. Cool. So those two things. Yeah. Yeah, great music, by the way. By right? That. Yeah. I love it, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have anything else? No, go ahead. <gasps> okay. <laughs> um, I read the book by Tina Fey, so it's not like really a recent pop culture pleasure, but she wrote a book called Bossy Pants, like I think a few years ago, mm -hmm. and I never actually read it. I did read Amy Poehler's, um, oh. which is called Please, Yes, Please. Um, and I always wanted to read Tina Fey's too, but and I really, I, I always liked Tina Fey, but I like she, for me she's sort of like an understated like. I know she's funny and I know she's done great things, but it's not like <laughs> really high up things. in my like brain. It's like, <laughs> I'm not very like consciously aware of it. So you're not a Mean Girls fan, girl. I, I of course I am, and I know that's her, so that's a reason to love her like standalone. But still, like it's not really like on my my yeah, okay. my daily daily radar. But the book is so good. She's an amazing writer. It's so good and it's so she funny. She's an amazing writer. Yeah. She is an yeah. amazing writer. It's absolutely unbelievable. I think I'm going to try and watch 30 Rock because of how fun the book was. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was my other one. And actually there's two more. Go ahead. Okay. 
I'll be really, really quick about this because no, everyone's getting sick of me with my, my drag They're queens. Not. But RuPaul's Drag Race season nine is going to start in March and I'm so psyched. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Lady Gaga is a guest judge in the first oh. episode, so it's going to be epic. And finally, um, uh, it's a book called Shadow and Bone and I think it's from like the Siege trilogy and i sort of downloaded it on a whim but i finished it like in one go from this morning until later this morning because oh, really? it's so good it's an excellent book what's that book uh it's called shadow and bone it's from a trilogy i think it's the siege thri trilogy and it's basically like i saw one of the reviews and it basically said it's harry potter meets game of thrones meets uh allegiant meets like it's oh, okay. a couple of different things but it's um yeah, I think it's very, very good. Okay, that was it. I'm done. Thank you. Link in show notes. Yes. Can you write the show notes, please? Of course. Yeah, of course I can. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, cool. All right. Obsessions? Obsessions. My current obsession. Well, the first one, I obviously like gave a little teaser at the beginning. My... Obsession are my new Louboutin shoes <laughs> that I got two weeks ago with my friend Susanna in Paris. Picture in the show note and the link in the oh, show note and the link to yeah. the Paris in the... Yes. I know exactly where you got them. Where did I get them? From the Louboutin shop, right? I did, yeah. yes. Did you go to this... Uh, awesome little uh, no we did go there to oh. get the nail polish but we actually bought these ones in the printem de mode oh you uh, didn't go to louboutin louboutin no we went to the, we went to the to the louboutin louboutin to get nail polish mm. which is a really beautiful store with yeah. the uh with everything like all the yeah how do you say that like everything's like in it's like a kind gallery. of near the louvre right yeah, yeah, it is. Kind yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this was in like a really, really big warehouse, and um, see, the interesting thing was, I first wanted to get another black pair. Um, although I do, I did like sort of have my eye out for some nudes, but I wanted to try like a different mm -hmm. style. But they didn't fit my feet very well, so I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna stick with the simple. But do you have them in nude? And they got out the perfect nude color for me, and I was hooked. So now I'm wearing nude Louboutins, and I love them very, very much. I'm so excited for you now. <laughs> yes, I, me too. And it was really fun because um, Susanna, she actually got the pair that I... Yeah, the black ones. The black ones yeah. that I already had. Um, and she previously had Louboutins too, but they were like 12 centimeter heels, which was very, which was more difficult to walk in. Mm. I am like a baby with my 10 uh, centimeters, which is not baby at all, but still. Um, and we were actually having a talk about... Um, uh, about shoes and when to wear them because they're special and you shouldn't wear them all the time and all that. I was like, bitch, I wear my black Louboutins to work every day. Almost every day at least. <laughs> like, because that's the thing. When I got the black ones in New York in 2015, I was like, first of all, I sat on like the couch in the apartment that I was cat and apartment sitting on. I, was, I just sat there. I was like, did I really just do that? Yeah. I never spent that much money on shoes. But I, it's like, yeah. again, like we talked about spending money is an emotional thing and yeah. if you want to spend it on things that are important to you and you have the money why not Absolutely. so but what i didn't want is to spend all this money on these gorgeous shoes and then never wear them because you're saving them for a special occasion that's even worse yeah the saying is take out the good china every day yeah. well my saying is take out the good shoes every day so what i did is like i don't 
like I can walk on them all day, but I, if I know that I have like, I don't know, walking from the, like the train to the, to work or from like the subway to somewhere, I take my sneakers and I put on my heels at the office. I did, I did that and they're pretty busted. I would say like, you can see that the, the black Louboutins have been worn the past year but they're still so beautiful i still love them they're not red underneath anymore well the, the heel and the other part are but the other, i'll show you in a minute the heel and the other part are but like the the part that rests on the floor is just like completely gray i'm like yep i wore these a lot <laughs> could you just paint them or something no there's actually um there's special shoe makers in the in really the, yeah they, you can actually go to there's one in rotterdam and there's probably one in the hague too where you can just go and you'd be like yeah i want the red thing back on the shoe and they they do the same color like an extra sole underneath really they have yeah. like official louboutin they, underneath um well i'm not sure if it's official but it is the exact same color oh okay yeah so they get them from Alibaba. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I won't ask because I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. So cool. yeah, that yeah. was mine. Have you oh, figured great. yours out? No, I'm, I was too into your story. Oh, sorry. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Clearly I'm not obsessed <laughs> enough about <No>. it. <laughs> and that's okay. That's, that's okay. okay. Yeah. So, are you going to do one of those uh, recap thingies? Yes, I am. Of course I As am. As you do. So, first of all, Andrew is probably going gliding tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, what? So, um, uh, well, yeah, Andrew is drowning in work, but coping. Yeah. I am doing good. Yeah. And we talked about the book Money, A Love Story, which is basically a very positive and gentle book about money both money making money spending money saving just creating a healthy and happy financial picture for yourself um as we said it's very much focused on um yeah paying attention to what you love and mo that money itself doesn't necessarily need to have like a negative connotation like andrew said it doesn't really exist so it's all our beliefs and all our things that we attach to it and kate northrop basically sets out all of that but in a very nice and loving tone and um i find it a very helpful book yeah it's a it's it's actually geared towards women yes it totally is it's very <laughs> much geared towards women yeah it really is which i like that by the way yeah it's creates a it, i really it creates like a that. yeah nice narrative i yeah, find i yeah. felt really sexy <laughs> Hell yeah, you did. And um, uh, so that's the book that we discussed. And then we talked about our pop culture pleasures. And mine was The Cave, which is a computer game that you all need to play so you can talk to me on Twitter about it because I'm so lonely. <laughs> and um, Andrew's pop culture pleasure was the song that he hasn't actually heard yet. <laughs> Slide by Calvin Harris featuring yeah. Migos and Frank Ocean. And I also mentioned the book Bossy Pants by Tina Fey, RuPaul's Drag Race Season 9 and The Shadow and Bone Book. And my obsession were my Louboutin and Andrew didn't have an obsession. I did, but I... I yeah, okay, you I did, forgot. but you forgot. Well, if we, if we figure it out, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> put this obsession in the show notes. The next book. For anyone who feels they're being held back in their career, this is the book for you. When women play big, we make things happen. Five years ago, Tara Moore began to see a pattern in her work as an expert in leadership. 
Women with tremendous talent, ideas, and aspiration were not recognizing their own brilliance. They felt that they were playing small in their lives and careers and wanted to play bigger, but didn't know how. So Tara devised a step-by-step program for playing big from the inside out. Love it. Yeah? All right. So we're going to read Playing Big by Tara Moore. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs>